Hey, 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 Shelly Shell here for Women's MMA, my first podcast. So I'm sure by now, if you haven't seen it, you have. Uh, Ronda Rousey getting knocked out this last Saturday night. Good Lord, I was at a bar with a group of girls. And um, I mean, it was a great fight. It was an awesome fight. It was probably one of the best fights I've seen in a long time. Um, my girl Rhonda, though, she... Ah, oh, man, I was so bummed out for her. She really didn't perform as well as uh, we had hoped. I thought she'd have a better game plan, way better game plan than she had. I was really disappointed in it. I mean, I know she went in, same old story, kind of went in trying to get the clinch and try to throw the girl down, go for the armbar, all that stuff. But Holly Holm, man, she was prepared. And you got to admire that. I mean, and I know a lot of people really, really uh, were rooting for her. Um, to see her get knocked out like that, uh, if you're a true Ronda Rousey fan, I'm sure you guys were like, what the hell? And, you know, just kind of devastated for her. Um, but on the other side, as a women's MMA fan, which I've been and I'm for all the girls, um, seeing Holly Holm just, you know, go after it and, and just take it in such a great fashion um, was uh, was amazing and really, really um, an awesome thing to see. And it was funny because um, I went out, as I said, I went out to a bar with a bunch of girls. I actually invited a lot of people out to go and see it and I was very excited to go. And we're at the bar and at the end of the fight, I almost got in a little tiff with one of the girls standing next to me because she was so excited that Holly won and I was kind of pissed that she she won and Rhonda lost, you know, just but I was, you know, applauding and um, the, the girl standing next to me was just like, boom, you know, jumping up and down and going crazy. But she kept bumping into me and I felt like it was only me. I mean, this is how barroom fights start. <laughs> and and I'm like, she kept bumping into me and I'm thinking, what the heck? And I mean, she was bumping into me so hard that I was bumping into the girl next to me like really hard and almost knocking her over. And then I finally had to turn to her and say, listen, if you hit me one more time, I'm gonna start hitting you back. And she was like, oh, I'm just excited. And I'm like, yeah, well, keep it down. And, but meanwhile, in my head, I'm thinking, is she just doing that to piss me off? <laughs> Cause I'm like ready to hit her, <laughs> you know? And um, of course, I, I realized that that wasn't the case. She was very excited, and you know, I had a little bit too much to drink, maybe <laughs> watching the fight. But um, you know, overall, I mean, I could not even believe the hush that went across the bar room, and it must have been like that wherever you guys watched this fight. Everybody must have just, you know, everybody's having fun and watching it, and whoa, 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 and then all of a sudden, it's like, I mean, you could cut the silence with a knife. It was like everybody just was mouths open and stunned. And um, I wasn't really all that stunned. I was just felt so like amazed at watching such a perfect, uh, perfectly performed uh, fight by Holly Holm. I mean, she, I mean, that that one move where she ducked under when Rhonda, you know, went to swing, um, I think she threw a hook or something and uh, and uh, she ducked right under it and Rhonda didn't know where the hell she went. I was like, ooh, that is like, man, talk about frazzling, you know, a fighter that is on top and uh, kind of putting it to her. And it must have been really humiliating for Rhonda 
which, um, uh, you know, I feel for her because, you know, she, she has definitely up until, until now has walked the walk with all the talk that she's done. But um, since uh, being in the cage, I'm sure she's rethinking a lot of things and I can't help but feel for her. She's done so much for women's MMA. Um, there's a lot of people that have done a lot for women's MMA, but she's the one that kicked the fucking UFC's door down and Dana's door down and got in. Because we all know Dana was like, no effing way, women are going to be in the UFC. I mean, we knew it was coming. I always knew it was coming, but Ronda got in and she opened up opportunities for women that have never been seen before ever in my generation. And to me, um, and I know to a lot of the other fighters, they're, we're all grateful to her. Um, Holly Holm is definitely a class act by, you know, saying, you know, I, you know, kneeling down before Rhonda after she struck her. I mean, I know she wanted to knock her shit out, but like, you know, she, you know, was kneeling before her and just, you know, making sure that she was okay and, and all that, but just showing the respect that uh, I don't think a lot of fighters do, uh, maybe male fighters do. The women tend to do it a little bit more, which I really admire about us girls. Um, but anyways, um, one of the things that has struck me after the fights is, uh, you know, watching all the feeds and, and what people are writing, what people are saying on, like, articles. And it's really amazing how people really love to hate. Uh, somebody who is so successful, particularly a woman that is so successful. Now, you start thinking about that, and uh, women are now in an arena that is male-dominated. Um, now the tides are turning. But what was refreshing about Rhonda is she said what the hell was on her mind and she was honest. That's the thing that most people, you know, oh, she's a bitch. She deserves a come and she was so, you know, disrespectful to other fighters and, and so cocky and such a bitch. I've heard this over and over again. And I'm just like, how many times? I mean, I found her to be very refreshing for a woman to stand up and, and say her mind, even though people didn't like what they heard. But she challenged so many things with concerning women, um, women's um, ability to be someplace. And she challenged women's thoughts on the subject. I'm not even talking about the guys, but women's thoughts. Because women sometimes are the biggest bashers, which is shocking to me. I mean, I get the guys, you know, and the guys that bash are usually they seem to me to be very stupid <laughs> or really like low thinking men, you know, because any, any of the guys that have any brains or any of the guys that are, you know, somebody or whatever, they, I mean, they, they get her. And some of the, but the women on the other hand that are, that hate her and wanted to see her fall and that was the whole thing. You know, they just wanted to see her fall and wanted to see her humiliated. Uh, it amazes me because she's done so much. And on the sideline, she does so much service to others, which nobody's even talked about. When have you seen another fighter, you know, putting up 
um, you know, selling T-shirts for somebody else, you know, to support, you know, battered women or to support other things that she's interested in that, that to help people. And I really don't see, and I know she's making people like, well, she knows she's making a lot of money, but here comes a girl that freaking, you know, didn't know when her next dollar was coming. She knows what it's like not to have. And people are, are, you know, pissing on her. I mean, I can't even believe some of the threads that I've read on, on my own, you know, page, on my Facebook page. I'm like, what the hell are these people thinking about? But, um, you know, to me, I found her to be really refreshing. And I thought to myself, I'm like, there have been times where I've wanted to say what she's said. Because I've been in a position where I feel like I'm stuck in a corner and, you know, I... And somebody has said to, something to me that has been really hurtful or mean or I perceived it that way. And I just kind of, you know, oh, well, you know, I'm a girl. I'm a lady. And I'm just, you know, ladies don't say that or girls don't say that. or And you, you wish you did because then it happens again. You know, I mean, she's put it out there where it, it's not it's not going to happen to her. Like, you know, somebody's they say something once to her. They're like, man, I know I'm not going to say that to her again. You know, I'm not going to mess with her. But, um, you know, especially in, in, a, in a male dominated sport where she is the focal point and has been the focal point, she has to stay guarded. And she was the first one. She broke through. And she wasn't hiding that she was, you know, uh, uh, that she was, you know, the perfect whatever. She, she, she took that persona on. I mean, you know, her rowdy. I mean, that all comes from, you know, Rodney Piper, and he was, he was the bad boy. So she was okay with being the bad girl. And I think as a culture, we needed that. Women needed that. It's okay not to be a perfect girl all dolled up for the guys or for whatever society is projecting on us. And she showed us that, and we should all be very thankful to her. I mean, that just, I mean, when I say that, that gets my heart. I, I just, and I know it'll get a lot of other women's hearts because they know what it's like to fight and struggle and to be down. And we could talk about it in... Uh, you know, we have racism in, in, our, in our culture, but being a female, we've always been kicked in the teeth. Always. Always. And um, she set us up to, to not to be and, and to be looked at and perceived differently. There's little girls now that are looking up to her, that are dressing up as her. And meanwhile, you have these stupid freaking idiots that are posting this shit. Well, she got her comeuppance. I'm like, seriously? You know what? She wasn't prepared by her trainers, I would think. She was not prepared by her trainers to take on a kickboxer, a boxer. I mean, when you look at the footage, she did all her normal stuff in Holly by... by I mean, I don't know if they trained it or not, but tucking in her elbow so Rhonda couldn't separate that from, from her body, I mean, that was smart. I mean, that was her coach is probably Greg Jackson. I mean, like, he probably, you know, said, okay, you got to keep things tight. Just like, you know, if you were on the ground, what would you do? You got to, you, you know, if you're on your back, you got to hold your arms in tight, you know, so, you, so they don't get an arm lock or an arm bar. Um, but then, you know, trying to fight a southpaw, 
She was on the inside of that foot every single freaking time. No wonder she got smacked in the face. But me, as a Muay Thai person, I know not to be there. Did she? No, she didn't care. She's going for, her game plan was to go get her head, clench her up, and get her to the ground, lock her up if she couldn't maintain striking with her, which she couldn't. But um, she did get a couple off. She did hit Holly, which was, you know, kind of cool. But um, but her, her, her coaching, I'm like, you know, not to prepare her for head kicks and not to prepare her for cardio. I mean, she was gassed. You know, that to me is, is something, you know, to look at. It's, it's like, and that's something that she will need to think about is she's going to need some other coaches involved that are better striking coaches. And I'm going to put my first little bit in. You've got to come to Boston and work with Mark Delagrati. I'm just going to say it now because, man, you'd be crazy not to. Um, there's a lot of people that you've worked with before that are in this, in, in this state, um, in Massachusetts, in Boston, that uh, would love to, you know, be on board with you, I'm sure, you know, and, and help, 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 help her out with her striking. But there are a lot of other coaches, and, you know, I've thought about, I'm like, who would be the best coach? And, of course, I said Mark, because I think he would be. Um, you know, she can't have Greg Jackson, so <laughs> Holly's got him. Um, you know, uh, so who would be? I, I Some people had written uh, Freddie Roach, and I'm like, yeah, he would be kind of um, a good good uh person to to learn boxing from and stand up from oh my god yeah totally and where's he from boston um and he trains some of the greatest fighters um and then there were some other ones that i'm not really all that familiar up i'm not up up on but like uh oh yeah another guy too peter welch you know he, he'd be a, a great one too for boxing here in boston so Rhonda, come to boston we'll love you <laughs> like, um but where am I going with this? Um, so some other other places, other coaches too were like I think um, accomplished kickboxing champion, um, and I at uh, Rufo U Sport is uh, Duke, and you know he could be good. Who else? Who else? Um, well, we all know George St. Pierre's camp would be great for her too, um, but uh, they're kind of affiliated with Greg Jackson, so I don't know if that will fly either. Um, there's the American Kickboxing Academy. Uh, that would be a, a good place for her to kind of check out, I think. But, um, who knows what she's going to do when she comes back. Um, who knows? Um, it's tough to say. You know, if she sticks with Edmund, I don't know. I don't know if that's in her best interest if she really wants to come back. And if she's challenging Holly Holm again, she can't do that. She can't. I mean, they're expecting, well, there's talk of her coming back in July, but we don't know exactly if that's going to happen or not. You know, we haven't heard from Rhonda. We haven't seen Rhonda. Um, other than, uh, what was it? She's uh, at the airport. Her and Travis were at the airport, and she's all covered up. That was, like, crazy. I'm like, oh, is her face really that bad? I'm like, oh, no. I felt bad seeing that. Um, and a lot of people were making fun of that, too, which drove me crazy. You know, saying, oh, she should show her face, you know, like, but I don't know. I, I think I would cover up, too, you know. Yeah, I think I would. If it was really bad and swollen and nasty. I mean, it's nice to have a little shiner, you know, that can kind of look okay, but 
but when your face is like blown up and puffy and what have you, it's, it's, you know, it's paparazzi looking for a photo to, you know, make some money on and why, why should they make money on her that way? I, I just don't think that's great. So, so when she comes out, I wonder when that will be or make a statement, a little bit more of a statement, not through her, um, people or whatever but when she really kind of comes out and talks and maybe has an interview that would be a good thing and speaking about interviews i guess holly Holm has an interview coming up on uh oh god what is it um inside mma maybe yeah that must be it uh they'll have her tomorrow night on friday and uh i think it ought to be an interesting um segment for them um you know, hearing from the new champ, and I mean, she's no joke. She's been a, you know, world champion boxer. And to hear what her training was like, I know I read an article, uh, and she said there were times that she cried, and it reminded me years ago when uh, I was training with some of the girls, and and um, and they oftentimes after a class would probably break down and cry and the guys just don't get it you know but women just do you know like it's a lot of pressure and that's just the way we release stuff you know and it's okay but it would psychologically i know affect and i i suppose this would this must happen maybe not so much anymore but i think a lot of women can relate to it is is that you're you know under such intense pressure and women just naturally will uh tear up and it release all that emotion through through crying and I suspect you know it would be great if uh, Holly did speak to that a little bit more because there are other girls that are going to be coming up in still pretty much you know gyms that are dominated with males They're, they'll have more female training partners but um, which is a great thing but they may not depending on where they are located at you know when they're coming up in training and and to know that those emotions are okay to have and that you know too on the guy side of it they really shouldn't say you know um well they're not tough enough or you know because they're crying i'm like it's not how it is for us girls it's not like that it's we're still tough enough but when you say that then then we second guess ourselves and then we're feeling like oh we don't have you know the the stamina or the the uh, fortitude to 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 be in 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 that position to be a fighter, and I think that's kind of mistaken. And uh, I thought it was great that she had said that in the article that she talked about a little bit that there were tears and stuff because the training was so hard and so grueling, and uh, for her to to do things and and then too she was you know making sure that she had a good day. Or, you know, she wanted to be on because there was so many days that she was off during her training camp. Um, so I think that might be a really good thing to check out um, uh, tomorrow night and, and see what the new champ is like as opposed to the, um, the old champ, my fave, <laughs> who I want to see come back. Then there was another thing that I, I tapped into was, uh, um, you know, People are now like so sided with Holly that like if there is a rematch, you know, I think it was like, I think it was like, you know, you could vote and it was like 96% everybody said, you know, Holly Holm will beat Rhonda in the rematch. And um, I'm in the like, you know, 20% <laughs> that said Rhonda would beat her, you know, in, in, in the return fight, in the rematch. And 
I'm like, wow, okay. So that was kind of shocking to me that everybody kind of just flipped and turned on on Rhonda. So I don't know if it's like, you know, jumping from one bandwagon to the other, but it seems like uh, it might be. Uh, so what else? What else about those girls? Um, well, what was cool too, uh, the other fight with Johanna and, um, what's the chick's name? Uh, that was a good fight. And I guess Johanna broke her hand and, um, which I, I don't know when she did that in the fight. It, it would be interesting to know because I got pictures of her, man, but she's one tough cookie and she's maintaining her. I mean, how great was that to have two women, uh, two, uh, a main event and co-main event? Crazy. Crazy. I mean, what sport has ever done that? Can you think of any? I can't. I can't. I mean, the only thing I can ever remember is like Billie Jean King fighting, well, who was that guy that she, that, uh, who was that guy who's so obnoxious? Bobby Riggs. And that, and this is in the 70s. You know, female against you know guy tennis tennis match or whatever, and uh, that was just like all the world was like you know holy shit, she beat him. But I mean, when has there been some sort of forum that is pretty much you know male, and now you're seeing a card with the UFC, and you got I mean the first time in history. Uh, two female fights, main event, co-main event, and they were pretty good fights too. They were actually awesome, and one was probably the highest selling uh, pay-per-view that they ever had, so they're definitely going to have a rematch with that, which is great. So, um, moving on, uh, some of you may have seen um, some stuff, you know, with um, who's Holly Holm going to fight next? And, uh, <laughs> well, I'd like to see Cyborg. I mean, that would be, that would be great. I know, like, uh, these are, these two women were the only two women that I thought would be competitive for Ronda Rousey. And, and I absolutely was right. Um, and now we still have, you know, Cyborg, uh, Christian hanging in the wind there. We don't know what's going on with her, really. But, um, there's all there's still all those um, you know nasty little references to steroids and and her being manly and and what have you, but then um, what comes out uh, in not even a week after the fight is um, Holly Holm sponsors. It's like what is up with that? Like they're um, known uh, pro hormones. Um, and they have known pro-hormones pro in their products, and they're banned in this country. So it's like, okay, what the heck was her team thinking having her sign a contract with them when it's so taboo for women? I mean, talk about, I mean, I, I mean, maybe it'll be hushed up or whatever, but I've seen already a couple articles on it. There's some talk on it. And... Um, it kind of makes you, and there's been jokes about it already, which kind of nasty. Uh, but uh, I don't know. 
I, I was actually shocked when I heard that one. I was actually a little bothered by it because then it made me wonder. I was like, all right, you're being sponsored by somebody and you haven't tried their product? Yeah, right. And I, I don't want to say that. I don't want to think that. But that's just my cynical side kind of saying, hmm, maybe she needed the money. Uh, which, you know, and they were offering. I don't know what, you know, she got paid, but I'm thinking, when did she sign with them? That would be my question is, when did she sign with them? Because I know when she was signing for the UFC, she was holding out because she is, you know, a champion boxer. So she held out for a better contract and worked something out with, you know, with uh, the UFC. So to me, whoever her, her uh, management team is, that was a fucking stupid, stupid ass thing to sign with that company. I mean, you couldn't do the research there? Hello. That was just dumb and it makes her look bad. I'd be rethinking them. Oof. <laughs> you know? Seriously. Sorry, Holly, but man, I would be after that one. You're, I mean, you're, you're, you're squeaky clean, sweetie, but like that just is, you know, that's shit you don't want coming around you. Not at all. Uh, I wouldn't want uh, what Christine and Cyborg, you know, Santos or Justine, I'm sorry, you know, what she's had to contend with because of uh, things she knew or didn't know, which I think maybe she knew, but maybe not. Who knows? Um, so that's a little blemish already, not even a week out from the fight for Holly home, which is kind of sucky, but everybody's looking to, you know, throw, you know, some sort of, you know, mud at <laughs> women, you know, just let who, who can read my page fast enough or whatever. I got to put something on there so I can get some attention. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not a good way to be. Yeah, so, um, yeah, one of the things, too, is um, when I think of all the, the trash talk to, about Rousey, this is something I was thinking about. I'm like, you guys remember Muhammad Ali? And he was the, he was the greatest. Everybody loved him. Loved him, loved him talking like that. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I was a little kid when, when he was doing his thing. But there was a guy like, you know, I'm the greatest. And just talking the talk and like just such a great, you know, entertainer to, to, to draw people in to see his fights. And, and then you have Ronda Rousey kind of doing, I'm the greatest. <laughs> and we're like ready to... Throw that girl under the bus big time. I was like, hmm, what's going on there in our culture? Really? Ugh. So, hey, that's all I got today for my first podcast. Thanks for listening to Women's MMA Podcast. Stay tuned. I'm going to be doing some more. And uh, just stay tuned for the next time. And if you have any comments, uh, please make some comments and that way I know how I'm doing. Thanks.